This is really the mantra that I live my life by, which is how do you sell more houses in less time? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, guys. How are we feeling today? Everybody good? I got good a thumbs up from John. That means we're ready to roll. Craig, what'd you say, Craig? We ready to roll? I just said good morning. Let's do it. All right, guys. So I got something fun planned for today. Well, at least I think it's going to be fun. We're going to do um, tech hacks for real estate agents. You don't have to be techie. In fact, if you aren't techie, some of this might be fun. And if you are techie, you're just going to, hopefully you'll know some of these, but I'm, I was trying to think how I wanted to do this, right? So what is, what is a hack? You get, who's heard of that term hack before? Like that trying to like do something more efficient in less time, right? Trying to be more productive. This is really the mantra that I live my life by, which is how do you sell more houses in less time? And when the market's doing interesting things like the market's doing right now, I mean, it's a challenging market. It's an interesting market. I, there's only so much you can do at certain levels. My goal is to try to keep myself engaged, excited, motivated, and how to keep myself um, having fun. So to me, it's always learning new things. Does that make sense, guys? So um, I'm going to go through 13 different hacks in the next 30 minutes. We'll spend no more than like two minutes on each one, because if you know one of them, you'd be like, oh, I already know that. Don't worry, you don't have to tune out. It's literally every two minutes, we'll go into a new one. And if it is too fast and that's a terrible plan, just wave your hand, ask questions, slow me down, and I will happily dive in. What I'm thinking is what we'll do later is I'll go back and I will make little how-to videos on any one of these things if you want me to go deeper. But since everybody on this call is at a different skill level in terms of techiness, we don't really want to go too deep today. I want to give you ideas and either help you pat yourself on the back or have you say, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll totally, I'll work that in. Sound good? All right. I only got a few of you on camera. So thank you for Lindsay, Michael, Craig, uh, uh, Tamara. Let's see. Wherever John, my screen. I'm gonna, if people turn on the camera, everything's jumping around. James, not awesome. Everybody else, if you're not on camera, no worries. I still love you. But uh, if you want to turn your camera on, let me know what speed I'm going and how we're doing. So tech hack number one for realtors. Again, guys, this is all about how are you able to be more efficient, sell more houses in less time, just different ways to, to kind of do this. So tech hack number one is sending your contact card or your V card to people. And I want to see a show of hands just to start. How many of you, every time you meet someone new, send your contact card to them? Raise your hand. All right. No one's raising. James is kind of halfway raising his hand. And the reason I know that, that not many people are doing this is because I meet a lot of people. And do you know how many people send me their contact card when I talk to them? Like very, very few. This is such a simple thing, guys. And there are apps that do this. There are ways that you can do this in fancy ways. It doesn't even have to be fancy though. Just literally save yourself in your phone as a contact. On the iPhone, it allows you to customize fields. I'm pretty sure the Droid can do the same thing. This is where, if you just Google this later and look up how to do these things. If not, I'll walk through and do a little video. But I customize the fields. I have my license number as one of the custom fields. I put my track record, how many houses I've sold in the next amount of years. You can customize these things. But the most important part is going these days is no one answers the phone to an unknown number. You guys notice that these days, you don't answer your phone if it's an unknown number and we make our living talking to strangers. And yet we still don't answer it unless it's saved. So your goal is to get the number saved in someone's phone as fast as humanly possible. So I literally will tell people to save my phone, 
save my phone number in the card. If I'm talking to them, I'll text them my card, right? If I've been text conversation, one of the first things I'll send is my contact card. Simple, sweet, moving on. But I, this is guaranteed. This is something you guys are not doing consistently and it'll make a difference for you. Make sense, guys? All right, cool. And James says he learned that with Ken Cross. I love it. That is true. You already learned that. And a lot of these things, guys, by the way, we've talked about on other agent power huddles. You can go back and take a look at that one that Ken did last week on our YouTube uh, channel or in the agent power huddle Facebook group. I'm pulling a lot of these together so you can get them all in one place. Okay. Number two, this one actually came from Craig Chastain. Ready for number two, Craig? This is Craig's tech hack, which was shutting off your notifications and leveraging do not disturb mode. So if you missed the one that Craig did on time management, which was a really, really good one. Did we have you do Craig one or two different ones on time management? I think we did one and I did an expanded like part two. There you go. All right, cool. So, so let, since Craig is here, instead of me talking about it, Craig, um, why do you shut off all the notifications on your phone? I mean, there's a number of reasons, but the most important one is focus and, and, and no distraction. Yeah. And then what Craig does um, is he's able to leverage an inbound phone number, like a specific one for leads, so that if you put your phone on do not disturb, it literally won't ring unless you want it to ring from specific people. So there's a number of ways to do this. Most of you have uh, CRMs that give you a specific phone number that you can use. If not, make sure you ask me or Craig offline so we can walk you through how do you set up your phone. But you can literally make sure your phone only rings from your favorite contacts, from a lead. So if it's ringing, you know that where it's coming from. Does this make sense, guys? Yeah, I love it. Craig, anything else you want to add on that one before we, why you love do not disturb mode? Because uh, I'm not bothered. I can get, I can get ish done. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you guys, this was really simple. All right, number three. Ready? We're moving on. Two times speed. How many of you watch videos on YouTube on two times speed or one and a half speed or 1.75 speed? All right. If you are super nerdy like me, you'll love to know that you can actually change the speed when you're playing in YouTube using the greater than and less than key on your keyboard. Little trick, if it's going too fast or too slow, try hitting the greater than or less than key to speed up or slow down a YouTube video. But here's where I'm going to tie into this one. This isn't just for YouTube. So some of you guys love learning like me and it keeps things interesting. There's a number of different ways that you can go about learning things. There's an app called Blinkist. If you like audio versions that are summaries of books, Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. If you want to do the free version of Blinkist, right? Zach says he listens to podcasts at two times speed. So Zach will love this one. If you want to do the free version of Blinkist, if there's ever a book that you want to read, you could literally take a book. Like I've got one of my favorite books here. This is Game Changers by Dave Asprey. If you search Dave Asprey podcast Game Changers, you will see all of the podcasts Dave went on promoting this book, talking about all the best content, and you can literally just watch a two-minute version of that, right? So you can watch videos on double speed you can, or one and a half times speed. You can use Blinkist or you can Google executive summary for a book. How about you? anyone doing that, that already? How many of you guys are looking for summaries, reading things faster? Nothing? All right, cool. Moving on. I'm keeping myself on track here for time. Um, Facebook friendless. This one came from, I believe this was from David Tam's Agent Power Huddle but I want to see if anyone implemented this. How many of you guys started sorting your friends on Facebook into lists? Craig did. Anybody else do that yet? All right. How many of you remember what I'm talking about? No one. Danny's like, no, nothing. All right, good. This is why we're doing this, guys, because we talk about so many things on this call all the time. All right. 
you have a lot of friends on Facebook, most of you. Some of you only have one or two friends. Go make friends. But the rest of you have like hundreds of friends or thousands of friends. Okay. So as you get a new friend, it really is easier to do this in the moment as you do it. It gets a lot harder once you get to a couple thousand people that go back and sit down and want to do it. But if you can just go do it from going forward or take a few days and go backwards. I actually leveraged a virtual assistant, which I can walk you through as one of these tips we're talking about later, but I leveraged a virtual assistant to help me sort my Facebook friend list. But I now have them all categorized for past clients, sphere. I have real estate agents on a list. I have certain lists within, within that are you know, detailed within that even. So what, that, what a Facebook friend list does is when you go to your Facebook newsfeed, instead of seeing randomly whatever Facebook chooses to serve you, you can just look at the news updates from the people you want in certain lists. Why would you want to do this? Right? Let's say you have hot clients in your sphere or better people that have referred to you multiple referrals over the last couple of years. Wouldn't you want to see what they're, what's going on in their world more often? Right? So you can just look at that's during your prospecting session. You can look at a list then from just your top A-rated clients. And then you can comment on their stuff and it makes it really efficient to go through that. All right. Let's talk. Moving on. We good there? It's only a few of you. I'm trying to watch your faces. This is, I was hoping that going every two minutes on something new, you'd be like, I know that one. We'll go on to a new one then. You won't know this one. This one is probably one I get asked about more often than anything, which, which I, to me, it's super straightforward. But to some of you guys, this is like, you want to know how it works and I'm happy to break it down. Zoom vanity URLs. How many of you spend at least once, besides Agent Power Huddle, how many of you are on Zoom at least once a week? Raise your hand. Okay. Keep your hands up if you have a custom URL, like a website address that directs to your Zoom. Awesome. A couple of you do, a couple of you don't. Okay. This one is, I think, one of the funnest ones and it takes about five minutes to do it. So if you want to have a specific URL, like this one is agentpowerhuddle.com. It takes you right to the Agent Power Huddle Zoom. How do we set that up? And if you want me to show you, I've got a video recorded. I can drop into the Facebook group later. You go to any place to register domains like GoDaddy, right? You go and buy the domain you want. So I'm seeing Brandon nod his head. Let's say he wants zoomwithbrandon.com, right? I don't know what Craig's is. Zoom with whatever your name is. If that's taken, get creative. But Zoom with whatever your name is. You go and you register that domain and then you go to your Zoom account. You need to have at least... Um, a paid Zoom account so that you can have a consistent, so whatever the cheapest Zoom plan is, so you can have a consistent Zoom uh, website that, that's the same room each time. You set up a meeting room in Zoom. You set it as recurring with no specific time. Again, if you want me to do screen shares and dive into this later, guys, I can really go step by step, but tell you the basic ideas. Now you have two choices here, and this is where I get asked very often. You can either set up a room with a waiting room or with a passcode for security. Right? Do you guys know that Zoom made that required? You must have either a passcode for security or a waiting room. It is no longer optional. So you got to pick one. If you want people to come directly into the room without having to wait, you got to set up your room with a passcode. And then it's going to give you this really long web address, a bunch of random characters. That is what you take the new website you just registered and you forward it to that really long string. That'll allow people to come into your room without having to type a password. Does this make sense, guys? Again, when I have more than two minutes, I will do a screen share. I can jump in if you got questions and type it in the box. Let me open my chat here. Make sure you got no questions here. All right, let's see here. There we go. Zach's just putting it. Zach put in our YouTube channel. Thank you, Zach. All right, cool. Here's another fun one. This is one I get asked about often. Does anybody use text replacement on your phone? One, 
All right, good. Text replacement. This is probably text replacement. If you're taking notes, text replacement. This is where you type a couple letters and it expands into a whole phrase. So pause for a minute here and think about, is there something that you type on your phone over and over and over? Is it your website? Is it your email address? What is it? I know it only takes a few seconds to type it, but it does add up. Plus it's just boring, right? Like every time you do it, like every time my brain, I, is anyone like me that gets bored easily? Like, is that just me? I get bored easily, right? So I like to do things that keep it interesting. So when I type the letter Z-O on my phone, Z-O, it expands into Zoom with Jesse, which is the one that takes you directly to the personal meeting room with me, right? So if you guys have something you use a lot, on the iPhone, it's literally under text replacement. If you have a Droid, I guarantee it's called almost the same thing, if not the same thing. So just Google text replacement. It makes a massive difference in your day. Let's say there's something that's even longer that you do. I oftentimes send out a little, a little explanation about, hey, check out this video, do this thing. Let's say every time you go to list a house, you send out a video to watch about yourself and your marketing. Does anyone have a video about their own marketing that they send to a seller? What if you have a little short code, right? That every time you type the word, I mean, don't do a word that you use often, like don't use the word seller, but come up with some little code that you wouldn't use for anything else. And every time you type that on your phone, it'll expand to this whole little blurb, which is like, hey, I'm excited to meet with you. Here's a video to watch about myself and my team, right? Have that all as a short code. It really will help. Don't do a lot of them. You just need a few of them, but it'll really make you more efficient. Are we liking these so far, guys? All right, cool. Moving on. Delayed sending, delayed sending of emails. James has got to give me a big thumbs up on that one. You want your emails to be read at the time of day that people check their email, right? Which is typically not like eight in the morning. Does anybody check their emails at eight in the morning? Right? But some of you guys are up late at night. Craig, Craig says, yes, I'm efficient. It's on my schedule. Cool. I love it, Craig. But for some of you guys, you're up late at night, you're night owls, and you're writing emails to your clients at like 11 o'clock at night. And what happens if you write at 10, 11 o'clock at night? And you know your clients aren't reading them at 11 o'clock at night, right? And then it's the night comes and more emails come in and a few junk mail comes in, junk mail, they come in at eight o'clock and they're doing something else. If, they're, if they work a normal job, they're doing something else at work. By 10 o'clock, they go to start looking at their email. Yours is buried halfway down. So when I write emails to someone, if it's late at night, even if I'm writing at eight in the morning, I'll oftentimes pop on a delayed send, which you can do right in Gmail. There's a few plugins you can use if you want to, but literally right in Gmail, now there's a send later button. And I'll set my email delivery for about 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. I find it's a time when most people have already gone through their inbox, cleared it out, because most of you read your email from the top down. You're nodding your head, right? You read your email from the top down. You read the newest ones first. Even if there's something important that's buried. So that's a super easy one. Has anyone started using that? Because I talked about that. I did an episode on uh, you know, digital rapport and communication, God, months ago. Um, does anyone start using delayed send feature? No? James does? All right, cool. Try these out, guys. They're fun. All right, I'm going to change gears for just a minute because I saw someone yawn, but it's true. Guess what's important in life? Sleep. Raise your hand if you're like, I wish I could sleep more. Everybody raise your hand. All right. You want to see what the best hack for sleep has been in my life? You're going to laugh. Okay. See that black band on my wrist? There's a little black band. You don't have to buy this specific one. I just 
randomly reviewed a couple of them and bought this one. This is a Garmin Vivo Smart 4. It's, a, it's an activity tracker. It's a logger. So why was this the best thing to do for sleep in my life? Have you guys heard this before? What gets measured gets improved. What gets measured gets improved. I kept noticing because my wife would point it out to me that I would fall asleep, right? Like at like seven, eight o'clock at night, I'd be hanging out with the kids and be like, yeah, I'm falling asleep. She's like, I don't think you're getting enough sleep. Anyone else feel like that in their life? They might be right pushing the candle at both ends. So I started, I was like, you know, I'm going to buy a device and track and see how much sleep I was getting. I always thought that six hours was the appropriate amount of sleep for me. Apparently it's not really long-term because I started tracking it and I feel a lot better when I get up about 4.30 in the morning and I feel a lot better when I'm sleeping by like 9.30, right? And my app told me that like seven hours is really I started looking at it like, oh, this is how many times I'm waking up and my kids are waking me up and I could see on certain days. But just by wearing this thing, I don't even look at the app anymore because what it did was it helped build a habit where I would be conscious of my evening routine, what time I was going to sleep, the time I'd wake up. It was just putting this thing on my wrist was enough to be motivated. We're like, I could watch that one more show or I could actually go to sleep. doesn't really matter, right? Just this one thing was enough to cause that awareness because I knew in the morning, because how many of you are competitive like me? Anyone else competitive? at least with themselves, right? I would literally look at the app in the morning and I was getting competitive about sleep. I was getting competitive, like, all right, how much deep sleep did I get? What happened? Can I optimize my evening routine better? Can I start like getting rid of the blue light, right? You guys know the screens that you watch at night, that blue light makes your brain think it's daytime. It helps keep you awake, right? So once I got aware of that, it started taking me off that. That was my two minutes on sleep. I'm not preaching. If you love your life and you're feeling good, awesome. You feel like you need more sleep. This was like, I don't know, 70 bucks, 80 bucks for this thing. It doesn't have to be expensive. And I keep it on now because it's just a reminder for that sort of balance in my life and my day. All right. Let's see what else we got here. All right. Outsourcing. How many of you have used Upwork, Fiverr, 99 Designs in the last month? Let's just say month. Two of you. This is, an this is not necessarily a technology hack. But the fact of the matter is because of technology, because we have these platforms like Upwork, we have access to a global workforce like never before. When I was researching stuff for today, guys, I was reading articles from 2015, six years ago, and they were cracking me up because it wasn't that long ago when these things were brand new. These things were like earth shattering. I read an article in 2015 talking about Uber and how we need to learn what Uber is. I thought that was really funny. Right? Could you imagine a day in your life without Uber into these days? So this is the same thing where now that you have the access to this. So when I talked about creating my Facebook list of friends, I found a virtual assistant, a VA, right, from Upwork that I gave them the directions and said, hey, I've got, you know, three, 4,000, however many friends there are here. Here's the protocol. Go in there, click on their profile, look and see if they have a real estate company written as where they work, add them to this list of agents that says real estate agents. That was it. It was really simple. But I was able to find someone to do that project. A couple hundred bucks did not cost much at all. And it took him about, you know, I think it was maybe about a week. And they just spent a few hours a day going through each one of my friends and sorting it. Do you guys get that? Like we live in a world where you can get almost anything accomplished for very little money. It just takes how to systematize it, break it down and make sure that you are, um, you know, being efficient with your time. All right. How do they know how to sort them? So James asks, how do they know how to sort them? So the, the, that was the directions I gave them. I said, click on each of my friend's profiles 
and they were looking to see what their work is, where they worked. So some of you guys, if you don't have in your Facebook profile that you work as a real estate agent, then you didn't end up in my real estate agent friend list, right? But most real estate agents have in their work history, you just have to go on what data is there. If I went and did it myself, I'd probably be a little more um, correct because I, I would recognize some people who are real estate agents that may not have it listed as their job history, but was it worth a week's worth of my time to go through and sort my friend list? Heck no. But if I get it most of the way done for a couple hundred bucks, game on, right? It, it was really, it was now like it was efficient. I gave them also for my past clients. We exported from our, um, our database, our list of past clients' names. So they reconciled that for our past clients, add them to the past client list, the sphere, right? James is saying the 80-20 rule. Absolutely. There's a really, really good book. Um, actually, a couple of good books on 80-20 rule. I'll, I'll drop it in the Facebook group, my favorite, uh, my favorite one uh, on 80-20 sales and marketing. It's a good book. All right, a couple more here. You guys hanging with me? Okay. Have you so far found at least one thing that's been useful? Yes, that was my goal. If in 30 minutes you get one good thing, I got a few more for you. Um, this one we actually had as a guest here on the call. Um, and Debbie, I'll come to your question in a second. Uh, Lundy, getlundy.io. I'll drop it in the chat box. This one is a tech platform um, that's actually run by a buddy of mine at Full Transparency. I'm an advisor uh, an agent advisor to the company, getlundy.io. It allows you to create a custom Alexa skill for each of your listings. So you can answer questions for buyers uh, while you're not there. I, I think it's most impressive as a listing tool, right? You can sit in a listing appointment, you can preload all the answers and you can impress sellers by you know having them say, hey, ask Alexa questions about their house. Um, so there's things you can do with that. Check it out, that, that one, getlundy.io. I just thought one was trying to brainstorm on techie things you guys can play with. That was a really cool one that most of you probably hadn't heard of. All right, two more. How many of you write things on Facebook ever or emails to people? How many of you write in English? Awesome. Have you ever heard of the Hemingway app? I figure this is one most of you guys haven't heard of, the Hemingway app. Hemingway app. Um, I don't have a link to this one real quick. I don't know, Zach, if you want to find a link real quick and drop it in the chat. Otherwise, I'll put it in the Facebook group. But the Hemingway app is free and it allows you to take a look at the reading level of whatever you have just written as well as suggestions to ease readability. So depending on the trainer you listen to, if you're trying to write copy, marketing copy, because every Facebook post you do is marketing copy. Every time you send an email, in a way you're selling something, even if you're trying to communicate an idea to somebody. It's always the same. And depending on the trainer you listen to, some people say you want to keep your writing at like a second or third grade level, right? Some people say you want to keep it at like a third or fourth grade level, but no one's saying write your, write your stuff like college professors, okay? They're always saying write it simpler. So this will literally give you a score and tell you what grade level you're writing at. You just cut and paste whatever you've written, pop it in there. It takes an extra 30 seconds. It's a really, really helpful tool, the Hemingway app. I don't care if you're a team leader, an agent on a team, right? A solo agent. This, this is applicable to anybody. Hemingway app. It's a, it's a good one. All right. Last but not least, one of my favorites is Calendly. C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. Calendly. And combining Calendly with a vanity URL, right? Meaning like a specific one that is branded to you, like Talk to Jay-Z, right? You want to schedule time on my calendar? Talk to Jay-Z. That's, that's one I use. So again, same trick where you go buy any domain you want, you forward it to a calendar page. You don't have to use Calendly. You can use any sort of tool you want. 
right? I like Calendly, the schedule once, there's a number of other ones, but what it does is just makes it really efficient and easy for people to book with you. If you don't have it set up, um, depending on how you live your life and use your schedule, you may not need a Calendly. It's been a game changer for me. Um, and it was anyone else using a calendar, Calendly? So, so if anyone wants to come up mute, I'm curious how you guys are using Calendly. How do you, Craig, Craig, uh, uh, how do you use Calendly? I, I do not use it at a high level at all, but I've got it uh, out there to book time for a listening appointment for me. There you either, go. My, either my team can set me up on one or the client themselves can request. Right. It's, it's just simple, easy things. If you're ever going back and forth with people on trying to schedule a time, um, I, I really had to wrap my mind around Calendly where, where I thought, man, it makes me, I feel like kind of like a jerk. Be like, hey, here's my calendar. Here's the calendar, just pick time, right? Like, I don't know why it made me feel like a jerk. Made me feel like it was like, I was more important than I, that I, I was trying to pretend like I was important. Here's what I realized. If somebody said to you, hey, when's good for you? And you went back and forth four or five times via text message to ignore the coordinated time. Or they said, hey, here's a link, grab a time that works. How many of you would feel totally okay with grabbing a time that works on someone's calendar these days? Right? So, so give other people the convenience to do it the same way. That's it. It's really that simple. A lot of these things I talked about today um, come from a concept from a book. You guys know the book Getting Things Done by David Allen? This is one of the best books for productivity ever. If you are right now tired of writing offers that don't get accepted, this has nothing to do with getting your offers accepted. This has to do with dis distracting your brain to do something else new <laughs> and learn something in the meantime, because you got to keep writing offers. They're going to get some accepted, but let's go keep learning something in the meantime while we're, while we're doing that. So Getting Things Done by David Allen is one of the best books on productivity I've ever read. And he's got this concept called the external brain. The external brain. Your brain is good for a lot of things. Some of them, some of you, different things, right? Well, name off. I'm looking at some of you guys smiling, right? You guys know what your brain is good for, but the things that it doesn't need to be good for, like remembering things, right? Remembering things. So this is a fun one. Here's a bonus one. Let's see if I missed any of my, on my list here. Um, oh, I did. This is what this was on my list already, actually. So location-based reminders. Michael's nodding his head firmly. When I found out about location-based reminders, I was so excited. Does anybody use location-based reminders? Michael has. Michael, I don't know if you want to come off mute, but if you want to tell us how you use location-based reminders, how do you use location-based reminders? I don't use it efficiently by any means, but it's just the second I forget something, I go walk back to where I was. I constantly remind my family members, my wife, you know, <laughs> go back to the kitchen. You'll remember. So are you setting it up? Where, do you mean like where you're where like- I mean a physical location. Maybe I'm, not, maybe I'm not thinking of what you're saying right No, no physical location. Yeah. So, so like does yeah. your phone remind, set, like do you set up a reminder when you arrive to a certain place? No, no. And that's what I'm saying. I don't use it efficiently. I just know the concept and I think it's brilliant. Oh yeah. Yes. So guys, all of your phones do this. Droid or, Droid or iPhone. This is the last one. We're going to wrap up on this one. Is there ever things you want to remind yourself of when you get to a certain place? It doesn't have to be necessarily even work-related. What if it's like life-related? What if it's like before you get home, your phone tells you, take a deep breath, list three things you're grateful for every time you pull into your driveway, right? What if it tells you when you get to the office, right? To, to delegate, empower, whatever reminder you want to set yourself up for the day. You could literally set up, and I don't have time to go through it with you today, but it's pretty simple. I can do a special video if you want to go through it, but if you Google it, location-based reminders, you can literally have it that set to a geocoded place when you show up. Like when, when I get to my house, my phone tells me 
as I pull up to my house, it says a little reminder pops on my phone and says, take a deep breath, right? List the three things you're grateful for. Because I just, it helps me reset before I go into my house with my family. It helps me change my space. And if you're like Craig and you shut off all the reminders on your phone, then when one does pop up like this, because you can have which one, then it, it actually is important. If your phone's reminding you of things all day long, it gets really easy to ignore them. And I remember, I recommend if you're going to do location-based reminders, especially like the same thing, you change them up because else, you, otherwise you start to desensitize to it and you don't pay attention. But if you want to remember something too, let's say you're leaving and you want to like, you know, you want to take off a lockbox at a house. You want to remember to put on a lockbox for a house and you can geocode a reminder when you get to this address, put lockbox on, whatever it is. I'll tell you a funny story about that. So I figured that out about a year ago. Yep. And I had it set up to where I leave my house to go to work about anywhere between 6.30 and 7.15. <clears throat> so I had my phone that once I leave my location in my house to send a text message to my wife and I had something sweet and cute in there. That ran for like three weeks before she figured out it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and was she frustrated or did she like it? She thought it was funny. And, yeah. and- and the whole idea is even if you, even though you had a reminder, you still, it was the thought process that went into it because you wanted to stay connected to her. It's still awesome. Right? Like the whole idea is showing you care guys. Uh, all right. Well, I, I hope you enjoyed this. Take a minute. If you're like, dude, don't do this for me. This is way too much in 30 minutes. My hope was that every few minutes, if I would keep you guys interested, do something new. Hopefully you got something good. Take a minute here. I'm going to wrap it up now. Star one of them, pick one of them and put it into action in your life. Take one of them and say, I like that one. I'm going to make sure I'm going to do it and try it out for a week. Send me a message. Drop it in the Agent Power Facebook group, guys. Let me know which one you learned, something good. We got Krista Mayshore here tomorrow uh, going deep on, um, I don't even know what she's doing in the world of marketing, but it'll be something marketing related. It's going to be awesome. Guys, have a wonderful day. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.